helping to secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. This is the Constitution Study on the America Out Loud Network with your host, Paul Engel. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. See, contrary to what some believe, your right to keep and bear arms has nothing to do with hunting. Your right is to protect yourself, your neighbors, and yes, your state. Look at what's been going on in Israel lately. What difference would it have made if people at the music festival were armed? What about those in the kibbutz? If when the terrorists broke down the door were met by gunfire? I'm not saying people wouldn't have died, but maybe you would not have died if you were there. See, while people are rightfully talking about the atrocities and the reaction to them, I want us to consider what we can do should something similar come to our state, regardless of what the government actors in Washington, D.C. have in mind. See, if you want to live in a free state, then the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, must be honored. Hello there, Everyday Americans. Paul Engel here with the Constitution Study, where we read and study the Constitution. We teach the rising generation to be free. I am so glad you could join me today. You know, I realized we're talking a lot about Israel, and for very good reason, but as I was looking at some of the news, as I was looking at some of the reports coming out of Israel, I realized that maybe there was attack we were missing. I'm not saying what others are talking about is wrong. I'm saying maybe we've missed something. And that's that idea of if we wish to live in a free state, then we must be prepared personally to defend ourselves and our families and our neighbors. And what are we doing to prepare to do that? Now, sure, I was talking to somebody earlier today and she said, listen, I'm not prepared to carry arms. I'm not prepared to have arms. Okay, that's fine. That's your decision. The question is, are you preparing should something happen? Maybe it's not going to be Hamas. Maybe it's not going to be a terrorist attack. Maybe it's not going to be an organized attack. Maybe it's just some lunatic that has a vendetta where you work. <laughs> or, or some drunk that comes home to the wrong house. See, the idea is we should be preparing to make sure our state remains free by making sure that we are able to defend it. Not being dependent on others to defend it. We should not be at the whim of others to defend our rights. And as a state, we should not, uh, we should not be subjecting, enslaving our rights and our security to the whims of others. So as this, this terror attack, this, this Hamas attack, has exposed some information about a lot of people, um, we need to consider what does this mean in the long run. For example, these these attacks, um, I think they've exposed a significant and growing anti-Semitism here in America. Now, there has been an anti-Semitic bent, uh, a habit in Europe for decades. It, it was nothing. It wasn't limited to the, the Nazis and the Germans, they just went farther than everybody else. But after the attack by Hamas, there were several U.S. cities that started where groups were starting to display swastikas. 
where anti-Semitic incidents were growing um, at a rapid rate. The, the American Jewish community has compiled a list of words used against, against Jews that have fueled a lot of this violence and a lot of this hatred um, that have become, come back, that have entered our, our, our vocabulary again. Referring to people as dirty, filthy Jews or, or referring to a, a dual loyalty, the idea that uh, Jews won't be loyal to the United States, they'll be loyal to Israel. Now listen, people have a right to express their ideas, including ideas that I think are horrific, like supporting the 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 atrocities of a terrorist group, supporting a group that uh, uh, hides behind women and children, that uh, uh, attacks their neighbor, uh, targets a non-combatants, rapes women in the street, then takes them hostage, uses human shields, that murders babies on video. That, that bring people into uh, or, or will enter into a home to wipe whole families out. You have the right to express your opinion. I don't disagree with that. But I also think that should be warning us. That should be uh, turning on uh, warning signs, red flags in our, in our minds that there are people that truly hate Jews. But Paul, I, I'm, I'm not a Jew. Well, tell that to Martin Niemöller. See, he wrote a, a, a poem uh, back in the, uh, I think it was early 40s, where he said, First they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak for me. See, when we see anti-Semitism, whether you're a Jew or not, whether you agree with, with the, the, the Jews or not, whether you agree with Israel or not, the question is, are we going to have uh, such racial hatred that we will deny people their rights? Well, because we don't like what group they're part of. I mean, just looking to our own history, when 19 uh, uh, terrorists took over uh, four airplanes. The people on the airplane were left pretty much defenseless, unable to defend themselves or their neighbors. Only one crew, only one group of, of citizens had both the courage and the ingenuity to sacrifice themselves to save their neighbors. They didn't have weapons to uh, return fire against the, the terrorists. But Paul, a shooting inside of an airplane can cause... Would you rather have that or would you have three, rather have 3,000 Americans killed by that airplane? They were disarmed. They were disarmed because in, pa in the past, people had used arms on airplanes to uh, uh, kidnap and hijack them. But then again, studies show that the TSA isn't very good at finding the arms anyway. See, they had put themselves in the hands of the airline for their security, and the airline was woefully, unpre was woefully unprepared. And of course, in many ways, we're woefully unprepared. You want a perfect example? Just look at the reporting about the uh, Al Alhi um, Arab Hospital in Gaza. Almost immediately, as soon as the news broke, 
most of the, uh, uh, you know, of course, we had the the uh, uh, Hamas and its affiliates saying, ah, Israel attacked the hospital. Oh, my God, Israel attacked the hospital. And every anti-Semitic, every quote-unquote anti-Zionist group, and most of American journalists ran straight ahead with this story. They never stopped. They never questioned. They never asked for evidence. They simply ran right to their cameras. Oh, my God, look at the crimes uh, Israel has committed. Interesting, since Israel did not attack a hospital. The hospital was not even collateral damage to an Israeli attack. It was, it was a, um, apparently a malfunctioning missile launched by Islamic Jihad. So even the information about the attack of the hospital, the, the missile uh, was not launched from a hospital and did not land on the hospital. It landed in a parking lot. I wonder how they killed 500 patients with a blast in the parking lot. The hospital's still there. You can get satellite images of it. It's still there. So if you are depending on the media to tell you whether or not, you know, who you should be worried about and, and whether or not you should be prepared, um, take a look at their history. I don't think they've got a good track record of this. And again, let's look at the let's look at data. Uh, so, for example, on MSNBC, uh, the the host brought in a reporter, a Mr. Sanchez, um, who of course immediately was skeptical of Israeli claims that it was actually a Palestinian rocket that hit the hospital, not an Israeli airstrike. Showed not a whisper of the doubt that it was that Hamas's accusations were true. You know, ne never asked, never asked for evidence, never waited for evidence, never assumed speculation. He pointed out, he said, the Israeli military at this point is not providing any evidence to back up its claims that this is a Palestinian jihad, a, a Palestinian is Islamic jihad rocket. Um, where are your claims? Where were you asked for the proof from Hamas that it was an Israeli airstrike? You see the bias? The prejudice? of if there's a disaster, we can blame the Jews. We'll, we'll start off with the Jews, and then, well, Jews have to prove you're guilty until proven innocent if you're in the Israeli military. If you're, if you're a member of, of a, one of these terrorist groups, you know, the ones that are aligning with Hamas that uh, attack music festivals and, and kibbutzes and rape women and take them hostage and use them as human shields and, and put their weapons under hospitals and apartment buildings and in, in areas populated by civilians, well, you're assumed to be you know, innocent until proven guilty. Actually, innocent until beyond proof of guilt. But yet how many people listened to MSNBC and said, my God, these Israeli monsters killing, destroying this hospital, targeting this hospital. You know, I, there's a reason why this program is not a news program. It's why I, I don't come up with the, the latest news right of way, because the one thing I've learned is there's always the rest of the story. And you don't get the rest of the story until you've taken the time to see if what you're being told is true. This scenario, in, in this time in our lives, when um, such anti-Semitic hatred is, is shown, 
when such obvious bias is shown in the media. And when we see it, not just in the media, but we see it among our elected officials. When we see it in, in, in how um, those in government react to this, uh, both to the people's freedom to express themselves, but also in how they support and, and uh, position themselves again with these, are these people you're really willing to trust with your safety? Better question. Why would you, not forget these people. Why would you trust someone else with your safety? Why would you sit there and think, you know what? I don't have to do anything because, well, you know, the, 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 US, the, the military will save us. They'll protect us. Again, most of the people in the military, they took the oath. They'll do their best, but they can't be everywhere. Well, we have police. Police will save us. Police will protect us. Except not only can the police not save us because they can't be everywhere, we, we've got more than enough examples of failures of intelligence and, and failures of, of, of police, but they can't be everywhere. See, we have to start by defending ourselves. Police can help, but we have to defend ourselves. The military can help, but they should be helping us, not us dependent on them. That is why the security of a free state is dependent on an armed populace. Our right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed because if we wish to be a free state, if we wish to have a well-regulated militia, which is an armed population, then we need to make sure our government does not deprive us of our right to keep and bear arms. Because while we may not have armed terrorists on our doorstep, crossing our borders and attacking our citizens, we'd still have evil people. There are evil people in this world. There are people that'll kill you to get to take your stuff. Or they'll kill you because they'll attack you because, well, they don't like your position or your politics or your ethnicity. There are people that will come across our borders to attack us because they don't like our way of life or they don't like what we believe or what we feel. There are those who will attack us. And if you're going to sit in your home, dialing 911, begging for help, while you or your neighbors or your neighborhood is under attack, whether it be by terrorists or or organized crime or just gangs, then you're dependent on others. You can't fix the world. You're not going to save everybody. But what can we do to protect ourselves? I'm not an expert, but I want to look at some of the ways we may be able to answer that question. But before that, I have to take a break. Now, I hope you'll check out uh, the new program we have, the Constitution Study, called the Patriots Program. It's designed not to replace the work that you're doing, but to give you tools to help you do it better, uh, to give you some, to help you with, with education, communication, and activation so that we can live free, so we can do it ourselves without being dependent on others. We can work with others, we can support others, but ultimately the buck stops here. What can we do to prepare? Now you can find out more at constitutionstudy.com slash patriots. Yes, you're, you, you, know, you can't just join the Patriots. You have to be invited. 
And if you want an invitation to join the Patriots, you start by taking the boot camp, passing the test, and then signing the oath. And then you can get your invitation. You'll find all the information again at constitutionstudy.com slash Patriots for all that information. Now, there's one other thing. You know, I, I, tra I haven't been traveling much lately, but I still travel regularly. And when I do, I'm one of the things I'm worried, I'm concerned about is, am I going to get sick, right? You're in large, you know, confined spaces with people you don't know. You can pick up just about every bug on the block. We used to call, I used to call it the crud, right? I'd be out, for, I'd be gone for a week, meeting with customers or at some event, and I'd come home, and for a couple of days, I just felt bad. Well, I found a way to deal with that by boosting my immune system. How do I do that? Well, with healthy cells, immune-boosting nutrients called the Immune Super Boost. It combines over a dozen immune supplements and an easy-to-use travel-ready gel pack. Now, as an America Out Loud listener, you can get 25% off your first order of anything from Healthy Cell, Immune Boost, or anything else. You can find out more at americaoutloud.shop. But what I'm going to ask you to do is go to healthycell.com, check out their products, put your cart together, but use that code out loud at checkout. See, it does a couple of things. One, it lets them you know you listen to America Out Loud. And as a thank you, you get 25% off your first order. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like Freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Welcome back, everyday Americans. You've rejoined the Constitution study, and today... We're talking about the security of a free state. In the first segment, we talked about uh, the right to keep and bear arms and, and the, um, the, ne the necessity of an armed populace. But sometimes the best arms aren't carried on your hip or, or slung across your shoulder. Sometimes they exist right between your ears. 
it's this understanding, you know, when we, we talk about training and, and why do people who are concerned about security train so often? Well, there's, part of it is it's the muscle memory. It's the habit. It's building the habits that uh, that you may need so you don't have to think about them in that instant of issue. But part of it is the thought preparation. The, the, the What's the saying? The body won't go where the mind hasn't been. It's the thought about what would I do in this situation? What would I do in that situation? Not from a standpoint of I can think of every possible scenario where I might need to defend myself. But the idea of thinking along the lines of, okay, have I thought about this? Have I thought about that? Because um, as evil as the uh, Hamas's acts were, they started with thoughts. And the, the, um, the, the spreading of certain ideas, the suppression of other ideas, uh, those are the thoughts that in some people will lead to atrocities actions I, I can't find an, an adjective to describe the types of of events of, of actions taken by Hamas but when I look at America and I look at what are we going to do to protect not simply our right to keep and bear arms but our right to defend our thoughts and our expressions uh, for example um there's a voice actor. Her name is Tara Strong, and I, I'm not familiar with her work. Um, didn't know anything about it before, but she came to my attention for one simple reason. She got fired. She got fired from a, an upcoming gig, a program called Boxtown. Unfamiliar with it, some animated uh, series where she, um, she's been she's been fired. She's not going to be doing that anymore. No. Here's what's what's interesting. Uh, it happened uh, after she went on social media and expressed her staunch support for Israel and a repudiation of the terrorist group Hamas. She looked at what was happened. She said she would support Israel and you know, strongly support Israel. And um, she repudiated the the inhuman acts of Hamas. And she lost her job. Now, what's, what's interesting is they didn't call her and tell her that she was being fired. No, no. Apparently, uh, they just simply out sent out a recasting call. They they posted, uh, I believe it was on X, that, uh, hello all, just wanted to offer a quick update on Boxtown. We will be recasting the role of Bill, previously made by Tara Strong. We'll have more information soon on open auditions. They didn't even have the guts to tell her face-to-face. -face. They didn't have the guts to tell her why. They didn't have the guts to say, what, because you supported Israel? Because you, you uh, repudiated an, an evil, horrendous, inhuman attack by a group of terrorists? You lose your job. Now listen, the producers of Boxtown, it's a private uh, entity. They can decide who they want to to to, uh, uh, to act in certain roles, and they are well within their rights. But it tells you something about them, doesn't it? Again, I'm not, I don't know the, the, the program Boxtown. Um, certainly not going to watch it now. 
But I'm even more interested. Who's the producers of Boxtown? Are you willing to support the producers that uh, um, are willing to support Hamas by firing somebody who expressed disapproval for what I would believe most humans would find uh, uh, an undefensible attack? You don't target women and children and claim you're defend you're, you're you're defending yourself from an attack. You don't rape women in the streets. You don't behead children in their homes. You don't go after whole families, and you don't take non-combatants and use them as human shields, and have any legitimacy in a claim of we're just defending ourselves. No. This was evil, pure and simple, on display, and for pointing that out. Ms. Strong lost a gig. So what are you going to do to defend yourself? Because think about it. What other programs are the producers of Boxtown promoting? What other information are they trying to spread to you, your children, your family, your neighbors? I'm not saying we should shut them down. I'm saying, why would we support them? So I'm looking now. I looked it up on IMDb. And A Box Town was created by Charlie Gavin, um, written by Charlie Gavin and Spencer Rothbill, and produced by Charlie Gavin. So I have to ask are there other things you'd watch? H- have, have you gone to um, uh, IMDb or some other service and said, hey, who, what does this guy produce? Is it something I want to be letting him put stuff into my head? Remember, some of your greatest, greatest weapons are between your ears. Are you keeping it sharp? Are you keeping it prepared? Or are you letting somebody as supportive of evil, as apparently Charlie Gavin is, are you letting them control what is put in between your ears? I picked I picked Miss Strong as the beginning simply because she's she's a voice actor. Um, she's that that's fine. What happens when it's um, oh I don't know a representative Rashida Tlaib? Uh, well, she's actually facing some backlash over uh, statements she's made in support of um, well we'll say the Palestinians, but we're talking really about. Um, we're talking about Hamas and the and, and terrorist attacks. Now, these are her words at uh, what's described as an anti-Israel rally uh, in D.C. And to my president, to our president, yes, he still are. Well, hold on. Okay, right off the bat, there should be a good. There's a sign of problems here, right? Because you have a crowd when she says. To my present, our present, they get very. Oh. Apparently, they were all for Joe Biden until he kind of came out against uh, the terrorist act. But let's let Ms. Talib go on. I know. I, hey, I want him to know, as a Palestinian American, is also somebody of Muslim faith. I'm not going to forget this, and I think a lot of people are not going to forget this, and it's not. I wonder if people are going to forget the uh, that she supports 
um, murderers, rapists, um, uh, people who who uh, uh, commit crimes against humanity, the the whose 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 own charter uh, expresses a desire to annihilate a group. If if they're gonna re people are gonna forget that or not. It's not. It's not. It's not a threat. It isn't. They they think we're joking. I mean, I think the White House and everyone thinks that we're just gonna sit back and let this just continue to happen. Now, understand, she's not talking about the atrocities committed by uh, Hamas in the name of the Palestinians. No, she's talking about the Israeli Defense Force defending themselves. Now, as I understand it, this is in the context of the reports by Hamas that uh, Israel had attacked a, uh, a hospital in Gaza. Um, by the way, the, the Israeli Defense Force, the IDF, they provided evidence they didn't just say they didn't say rhetoric. They just they provided evidence. They have videos. They have videos of the rocket being launched from Gaza, from next near the the um, near the hospital, of it being launched, of it having a problem, and then falling back right near the hospital, not on the hospital, near the. They have actual evidence, but she doesn't see. She doesn't care about the evidence. She's got a prejudicial statement that says, um, you know, I'm, who am I going to believe, right? The video, or you're you going to believe me or your lying eyes. The Hamas, who has a history of, oh, I don't know, lying about certain things, have made a claim without any evidence. But Israeli says, here's the proof. No, she doesn't care. She's going to use this rhetoric to whip up a crowd. And she doesn't, she says, it's not a threat. No, we're just not going to stand for it. No! The fact of the matter is, our lives are not safe with you or the Forever Peace President. When are we going to feel safe? When are we going to stop funding continued, literally, oppression of indigenous communities? When are we going to say enough? You know, that's an interesting question, but not the way she means it. Uh, when, are the, when are we going to feel safe from, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, paragliders coming over and shooting up music festivals from uh, uh you know people using front loaders to break down a a border and then coming in and and raiding kibbutz and uh you know breaking in doors and and murdering families and raping women when are we going to feel safe from that and it certainly isn't helped by the uh she's right the administration that gives money not to israel to Iran, to Hamas, and to others. When are we going to feel safe from them? Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's not what she's talking about. It makes me so angry to have to say, but I'm telling you, I'm talking to people that literally are like me. They literally, literally believed in this party that was supposed to be inclusive of all of our opinions and our, and our views and our political stance and, and all of these things. But what is got, starting to get really, really, really clear and very loud is that somehow many of us in this room, because of our political opinions, because maybe our faith is a certain faith, maybe because our ethnicity is a certain ethnicity, that somehow we're subhuman. Wow. The pot calling the kettle black is uh, not, doesn't even begin to describe what she's, what she's saying here. She's right. You know, the Democratic Party claims to be open, but it's only open to certain ideals. And apparently it's not open to the idea that, you know what? Maybe Hamas screwed up. That 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 maybe hey maybe Hamas was wrong. Their hatred of the Jew is so palpable. The concept that 
the Jews may be innocent in this particular situation, doesn't matter. This is what has become of the Democratic Party. Democratic Party isn't interested in open inclusivity. They're not interested in, in facts and evidence and hearing what's going on and then responding to it. But it does seem to be quite willing to get in bed with uh, anti-Semitic regimes. Really interesting when you see, say, uh, uh, a Charles Schumer. Yeah, he's he's Jewish. Uh, was he okay with sending with releasing money to Iran, with with providing aid to Hamas and Hezbollah and, and, and other groups? Is he okay with that, or did he, did he vote against that? Oh, wait, no, I'm not so sure he did. I believe he voted with his party, the same party that's willing to uh, basically deny the Jews even the chance to provide evidence and completely ignore the video evidence in front of them in order to make a, what, political statement? Yeah, maybe I'm not so thrilled with the Democrat. Of course, then again, I'm not so thrilled with the, uh, with the Republican Party, but for, for other reasons. So I, can, I can agree to disagree. Um, you know, she says people are being attacked because of their religion. She's right, but it's not the Palestinians that are being attacked because of their religion. It's the Jews that were attacked. The Jews did not launch rockets at Gaza. God, Hamas launched, launched uh, rockets at Israel. It wasn't the Jews that attacked a music festival in Gaza. It was Hamas that attacked a music festival in um, in, in Jerusalem in, in Israel. And it wasn't the the Jews who raped women on the streets and then took them as hostages. It was Hamas from Gaza. So if you, I I don't know if I'm sitting there going, but maybe before you start casting stones, look at your own glass house. Before you start pointing out the, the, the problems with, with Israel and Biden and the Democratic Party, maybe you should look at the, the beam in your eye of supporting an organization that conducts such cruel and inhuman activity. And maybe, maybe the American people, if they wish to live in a free state, want to look at what Ms. Talib is saying and then go find the facts to see if it's true and we, so we can live in a free state rather than one uh, ruled and run and governed by such anti-Semitism, hatred, and rejection of truth. Now, I have some other things I want to take a look at, but I have to take another break first. Before I do, though, you know, um, you can get information from a lot of places, and I suggest it. One of the places I get information is AmericaOutloud.news. I stop there every day, literally every day. I'm reading headlines from places including AmericaOutloud.news, looking for news and information, looking for different points of view, different uh, pieces of evidence, and, and who can actually support their statements and who's just blowing rhetoric. And it's a great place for you to go to get that information as well. But I'm going to ask you to do something. I'm going to ask you to share. Paul, I'm not a big name like you. I'm not on the radio. I'm not a big name. So I don't care if you're on the radio. I don't care how far you spread this news. I don't care how far you spread the seeds of liberty. I only care that you spread them as far as you can. So do me a favor. Stop by AmericaOutloud.news. Find those stories, the articles, the podcasts, the videos, the ones that have information that, that's important, 
or that maybe is contrary to a, a current uh, talking point or just makes your heart swell or makes your heart ache. Take them and share them. Friends, family, social media, wherever you can. See, by doing so, you're doing more than just sharing the news. No, no, no. You're actually sharing this idea of liberty and freedom. And that is how we secure the blessings of that liberty. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Falker with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Welcome back, Everyday Americans. You've rejoined the Constitution study. Today, we're talking about the security of a free state. I want to go back to this idea of um, defending yourself against all enemies, foreign and domestic. I, 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 there's a story uh, coming out. I think it's the Times of, of Israel. And it, it was during the attack on October 7th. And it was a, a family. Now, Israel has, um, well... I think them pretty restrictive gun laws, but there was there was a family and and they were armed. They husband and wife, they each had a, a weapon. When Hamas attacked, they moved their children into a safe room 
in the center of the house. They took up positions and they defended their family. Now, sadly, both mother and father were killed. But they killed seven terrorists trying to kill their family and their children were saved. I want you to think about that for a second. You had a family in, in amongst this entire, all of this massacre. Have you heard the story about the family where the mother and father were able to defend the children? Yes, it cost them their life. Tell me, what good mother and father wouldn't be willing to sacrifice their life for the lives of their children? But as I was learning a bit more about this, a real chilling piece of evidence came to light. So again, in Israel, there's, you're only allowed to have one weapon. Um, it has to be registered. You're only allowed to have 50 rounds of ammunition in the house. I don't know if it's 50 per person, but let's assume it was 50 per person or 50 per weapon. All right, so you got two people, two weapons, that's 100 rounds of ammunition. Against a, at least, there were seven dead Hamas attackers with automatic weapons. I wonder what they could have done with more than 50 rounds each. What could they have done to defend themselves and their families? with more than 50 rounds each. Maybe even with more than a single firearm each. What could they, we'll never know, right? You can't prove the negative. But with that thought in mind, consider the laws that are being put in place in a lot of cities and states around the U.S. Because it was just days after, actually days before that attack, um, a judge in California struck down California's ban on magazines holding more than 10 rounds. Now, again, think about this for a second. You've got 10 rounds, uh, uh, you, know, uh, you know, that's the max, largest you can have. Now, that was the law. The judge said, uh, no. Now, what's interesting is a, the um, U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals suspended that decision. So you have a one judge saying, no, it's ridiculous. Why limit them to 10? You have the Ninth Circus Court of Appeals saying, no, no, that's fine. You can have that. And what is Mr. Newsom's response? He says, this is exactly why I've called for a constitutional amendment, and this is why I keep fighting to defend our right to protect ourselves from gun violence by not allowing us to defend ourselves, by making it harder for us to defend ourselves. He also said, uh, it, uh, criticizing the judges, the first judge's opinion, he said, it's time to wake up. Unless we enshrine a right to safety in our Constitution, we are at the mercy of ideologues like Judge Benitez. All of our gun safety laws that are proven to save lives are at risk. It doesn't matter what laws we pass. It doesn't matter what voters decide. Concealed carry, banning weapons of war, reasonable waiting periods, background checks. The ideologues are coming for all of them. I would actually turn that around on you, Mr. Or Governor Newsom. Um, there's no such thing as a right to safety. There's, you don't have a right to the next minute. Anything could happen. Not necessarily an attack by somebody else. You could step out in the street and get hit by a car. 
You'd be going to work and have something fail on your car and you die. Or you could be in a building and it catches on fire and you die. Or you can get sick and you die. Or you could get you could take a COVID shot and have a heart attack and die. That's a myth. He talks about the gun safety laws. They say they've proven to save lives, except the places with the most uh, highest murder rate seems to be all of those that have those stupid gun safety laws. There is no proof that they save lives. All you're talking about is restricting a person's right to defend themselves should something happen. Let, let me ask you, Mr. Newsom, what if you were that family in Israel? What if that wasn't somebody, some stranger you don't know in another land? What if that was you and your family that was being attacked? Would you see a semi-automatic firearm as a weapon of war? Would you ask the, 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 the murderers, excuse me, can you give me a, a, a 10 days for a waiting period? You see, California wants their people to be just as disarmed as Israel wanted, wanted theirs. Now, what's interesting is Israel is scaling back. They're rolling back some of their restrictive gun laws. Mr. Newsom isn't. Because he made that statement three days after the attack on Israel. Three days. Now, God forbid, with our open borders and the, the, the people found on the terrorist watch list to kill them in here illegally, and who knows how many ha have not been tracked and not been captured, God forbid there be an some sort of attack in the United States. Do you really think Mr. Newsom is worried? Of course not. See, he has armed security, paid for by California taxpayers. See, he's not worried about that. He just wanted to make sure that you don't have the opportunity to defend yourself. That's, uh, that, that's his expressed opinion, is, is you shouldn't be allowed to defend yourself. We need all the restrictions we have so you don't, you're not able to defend yourself. But if we're talking about living in a free state, it's not simply the ability to defend yourself with an arm. Maybe it's just your ability to defend yourself with your vote. For example, you're probably familiar, Carrie Lake has been challenging the, uh, the election in, in, uh, in Arizona. Now, her most recent suit was to uh, uh, claim that, that uh, the use of electronic tabulation machines is inherently unreliable. That uh, the, the, this lawsuit, which originally I think it was back in April, was filed in the U.S. District Court in Phoenix. Um, she and uh, Mark Flinchman, uh, I'm sorry, Finchman, get the name right, claim that using the machines that they, has created an unjustified new risk of hacking, election tampering, and election voting fraud. So she petitioned her government for a redress of grievance. Uh, she petitioned the federal government for redress of grievance. And um, in August, apparently, a judge threw the, threw the suit out claiming that uh, neither Ms. Lake or Ms. Mr. Finchman had standing um, and that their claims were vague, speculative, and too conjecturable to survive. Now, listen, I haven't read the complaint. I don't know how detailed it is, but I want you to consider this. With all the evidence of fraud in the 2020 election and the 2022 election, with all the evidence of the, of the uh, ability to hack counting machines, and again, I'm not just big on, on counting machines, right? I think the, there are serious flaws in our entire system. 
do you really have a rep a republic if we're not sure if the people are actually electing their representatives or they're being they're being chosen by an outside group or what about the uh the abuses of the quote unquote absentee ballot we have states sending out ballots to everybody on the rolls even though we know the rolls are garbage we'll just send ballots everywhere and we'll hope they're right so we got another election coming up. What are we doing to defend a free state from election manipulation? See, it happens on, on many, many fronts. Uh, take a look at what uh, the infamous empire is doing. Empire, empire state. That's right. I'm no longer a citizen of the empire, thank God. It's been a little over a month. The state implemented an, uh, an ammunition background check law. That's right. In order to buy ammunition... You need to go through a background check. This was, well, there's several problems with that. Um, one is they're finding delays in processing the information. Why? Because the state of New York wasn't ready for it. The state police don't have the, uh, the personnel or the systems to handle all the background checks. So guess what people are doing? They're walking away from the businesses in New York they're going to Pennsylvania, they're going to Vermont, they're buying their ammunition elsewhere because they recognize that um, their protection or their ability just to go hunting well, is more important than the ridiculous nonsense that the state is putting forth in the alleged, you know, allegedly, we will protect you so you don't need this. Yet how well has that been working? How's violent crime doing in New York City and some of the other cities within the state of New York? And New York in there, I, having lived there, I understand that, um, you know, no matter, how, no matter how idiot proof you make it, they'll always make a better idiot. And they usually end up in the New York State Legislature. The New York State Legislature has proposed a new bill that will, um, that, by the way, this is proposed by Jemin. Uh, 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 Jennifer Rajkumar, Rajkumar, I think that's how it's pronounced. Um, she wants background checks, criminal background checks to purchase 3D printers. Yes, you heard that right. She wants a criminal background check for you to purchase a 3D printer. Because in New York, you don't have the right to go out and buy stuff. You only have the right to go out and buy stuff that the, the state of New York allows you to go out and buy because they're a, a, they are an empire. Now, why is this person putting forth legislation require a background check to purchase a 3D printer? Well, it's possible that you can print a firearm with a 3D printer. Now, I wonder how many 3D printers are in the state of New York are used to print firearms. Because you have to remember, you know, the, the, Again, the big scary, big scary word, ghost guns. <gasps> Someone built a gun we don't know about. How could that possibly be allowed to happen? And again, it's not just New York, it's not just the guns. Believe it or not, Florida. Florida has a, one of the nicknames is the gunshine state. Well, a Florida judge had an interesting uh, uh, way of looking at, at a situation. See, a couple of weeks ago, a Florida judge forced, forced, Lisa Mara to renounce her Second Amendment rights, to give up her Florida 
concealed weapon and concealed firearm license to remove all firearms and every single round of ammunition from her home. Even though she had not been convicted of a crime, she wasn't even accused of a single crime, but the judge forced her, well, coerced her. You see, if she failed to comply with this judge's blatantly unconstitutional order, her husband would have spent 19 year, nineteen months in state prison. That's right. You had a judge extort a person for their Second Amendment rights and use her husband as a shield. The judge told her, you have a choice, your husband or your guns. Now, as I understand the situation, her, her husband, Ralph, uh, had been injured on the job, got addicted to opioid painkillers, and, well, when the laws changed, he kind of got a little out of control. So I have no problem as a punishment with Ralph being denied his right to keep and bear arms as a punishment because, well, one of the things he did is he, he shot up a neighborhood. He struck a home and a car. Luckily, he didn't hit anybody. Nobody was hurt. He did property damage, but, okay, I can understand that. But now you're saying either, ma'am, either you give up your rights or your husband spends the next year and a half in jail. And oh, by the way, this wasn't, um, this wasn't asked for by the prosecutor. The prosecutors offered her, um, uh, Ralph a, a plea deal, um, 10 years of probation. He would drop that to five years if he can complete a treatment program and regularly attended AA meetings. They didn't see him as a threat. The judge did. But the judge did more. Not only did the judge think he was such a danger, he extorted his Ralph's wife for her rights. I'm waiting to see someone um, appeal this. I'm waiting for someone to see, maybe do an ethics complaint against the judge. I don't know. But it makes me wonder. How free are you if a single judge can order you your husband or your guns? Kind of reminds, reminds me of an, an old uh, Jack Benny uh, bit where a, a mugger would come up and, your money or your life? And Benny would pause and he goes, hey, I said your money or your life. And Benny would say, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I see this judge, Judge McPhee, your husband or your guns? Your husband or your rights? What happens if you're in that situation? Again, we have to think about these things because we never know where the threat is coming from. We never know when the threat is going to happen. We never know how we're going to encounter this. Which is why, if we want to live in a free state, we need more than simply the right to keep and bear arms. The right to keep and bear arms is so we can defend the rest of our rights. Our right to freedom, freedom of speech, freedom of the press, peaceably assemble, petition the government for a redress of grievance. We won't be a free state until the American people are brave enough to stand up and become that well-regulated militia. Because whether that enemy is foreign, uh, like a Hamas terrorist, or domestic, like an out-of-control judge or an out-of-control governor, you need to be prepared to defend your rights against all enemies, 
foreign and domestic. Because if you're going to wait around for someone else to do it for you, you may find that you're not as well protected as your thought. And you're not as free as your thought. And your state is no longer free either. Now, I hope you'll come back and join us here for the Constitution Study every weekday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on America Out Loud Talk Radio, heard in the iHeartRadio Network. You can listen live, but if you can't, all the episodes go to podcasts uh, generally a day or two after they're heard on the radio. Listen on your favorite podcast app, but please do me a favor. Subscribe to the show. Leave the episodes ratings and reviews, especially on Apple Podcasts. It helps other people find the Constitution Study. It helps spread the word and share the information. Now, if you're looking for it, all the links are available at the homepage at americaoutloud.news. But as I said, share this information. Share this episode. Share these ideas. Share this program with others. You see, the blessings of liberty don't exist because we think they are so. They're only there when we act on them. And by sharing this information, you're helping to share the blessings of liberty.